For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Gentlemen, I'm having to manufacture my energy tonight, Brian, because I'm coming off of a couple out, a couple nights of very little sleep. Were you out uh, boozing it up? Yeah, I was in I was in New York for uh, that uh, like NFT conference parties and stuff, and so uh, and then I had a bunch of work to do this morning, so I got up at like 5:30 a.m. and and then uh, started to make my way back to Boston. I was so tired driving back that I had to pull over to a rest stop because I was like, I just need to shut my eyes for about 20 minutes. That's dangerous. It was. Yeah. How long did it take you? It's not bad when there's no traffic. It's like three and a half hours. Hmm. That kind of sucks. Anything yeah. over three is uh, just a touch too much. Two and a half is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, it's, it's tough because sometimes I would take the train um, and it's nice because you can like do stuff and you can sleep, mm -hmm. but it's also, and you got to worry about train schedules and, you know, getting mm -hmm. there. Whereas I just drove to uh, Zakarian's house, Mike, and uh, he lives in Astoria. So I'm able to just like park right in front of his house and then I can just come and go as I please. Oh, yeah. The train's, the train's nice. The, yeah. But getting back, usually the hours you want to get back, they're not running. And uh, yeah, they're slow, too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have to I would have had to go all the way in to Penn Station or whatever to to grab the train. So then that's another 45 minute. It, then it's like, no, no, no. Let's just let's just drive. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, did Pete get a nap in a steam? Neither of them. I, I, I thought I would maybe be able to sneak in a nap, but then I'm always torn. Right. Because if you do the afternoon nap, then I'm just going to be up till like 4 a.m. And then I'm off the on the bad schedule again. Hmm. So I'm powering through, and uh, Brian told me he was going to do ten shots of espresso and just be the hype man for this show. That's right. Yeah. Um, Warriors asking a question we always get: Where's this intro song from? Someone was talking about that on Twitter the other day too, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Um, Nerdy Tenor. Oh we, yeah, you picked it out. That was when we had a producer. Do you remember when we first started the show? We had yeah. A producer and what was his name again? Taylor? Taylor, yeah. He was yeah, he was a good dude, and then StreamYard just kind of put him out of a job. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was too happy about that. Sorry, buddy. Well that, that was personal. Well, it was because both of us were like, I, I be you know, before I found StreamYard, I was like dealing with OBS and all that shit. I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And then StreamYard came and it was so easy. I was like, uh, I think we could just do it like yeah. this. <laughs> well, and all then now we don't have to coordinate three schedules instead of two and all that shit, you know? So. Yeah. 
that was uh yeah that was back in the in the wild west march of uh 2020 there that was before pete started his youtube explosion yeah yep i mean i hadn't yeah i hadn't done really and partly because because Streamyard hadn't come out yet, I hadn't even done any live streams. Other like you know, I'd do Swolecast, but you know, someone at Roto Grinders produced produced that. Like anything that involves self producing shows, I, the few times I had tried it was such a tech nightmare that I basically was like, yeah, I don't need to live stream because it's not it's not easy to do. Yeah, I think um, you had like under like seven hundred subs at that point, or something like that. You had under a thousand, I believe, right? I was. Yeah, for a long time, because I did the man's videos back on the channel a couple years ago, and then I think I'd gotten up to just like over a thousand, and then I basically didn't do anything on the channel for like a year when I was mm. making videos for other people, and it just like stayed there. Um, but yeah, I still think the algorithm is just like incredibly confused with this channel. Um, but it is cool to see, like you know, even our our views on Lulz you know, continue to go up, you know, organically, like relative to this specific show, um, which I think is, is cool. Yeah. I don't know if that's YouTube or. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I think it, I think it more is probably just word of mouth and more people finding the mm -hmm. show and more people making time to, to watch it. I don't know. Probably. I don't know how that stuff works. Yeah. Who knows? Um, we, we had a guys, point there. You guys, so you, so I literally, I can tell you, but it like, you can't find it streaming somewhere. I use a service called Storyblocks, and you can, you pay a subscription and you can get royalty free downloads. So when I have like my randomizer music or ship chasing music, all of it is from that site. So it's like a random file. Um, I can, if you're in the discord, I think I have a Google drive link. If so, but it's not like you can go listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> Um, what were you gonna say? Yeah, because don't we don't lose copyright or whatever for that, right? No. Yeah. It I uh you know on my uh my new DFS intro and I used that like six second snippet from the TikTok video, which is an actual popular hip hop song, and I was worried if that was gonna get flagged by the YouTube censors because they're really good at noticing mm -hmm. anything oh, yeah. like that. But I think because it's just so short, because it's only on for like four seconds it doesn't it doesn't trigger it i think if it was like 10 seconds or longer it would yeah and i i read or saw somebody say especially in the first like minute of your video in the last minute or something oh really you're really searching for that yeah yeah um the goose any special guests today you're looking at him bud what you <laughs> see is is what you get we're not we're not special no, yeah. Everyone just wants to wants a DFS pro to come on here and shit talk to other people, and we want that too, people. But. <laughs> Don't get us wrong; we want that too. Yeah. So if it, if anyone out there has some hot takes in the chamber, and they want to come and start flaming people, you know, we'll we'll provide that venue for you. So what do you guys want to talk about today? <laughs> um, Drico says, did you see? There's a survey showing the number one profession kids want to be when they grow up as a YouTuber. I anecdotally, I completely believe that because anytime I talk to my friends or colleagues, acquainted acquaintances with kids, they all say they exclusively watch YouTube and they all want to be YouTubers. Yeah, I did see that. Drago, I did see that study. Yeah. And the other ones too are, are a little weird too. Like, or not weird, weird for people our age. 
you know, anyone over 30 or whatever. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting too. It makes what's, what's interesting too, is I think that it means the kind of content they're watching is they are watching, you know, I know, I, I think a lot of them watch the unboxing videos and stuff like that. Obviously lots of video game stuff. And so, so they're watching, it's like wish fulfillment, like aspirational stuff. Oh, I want to be playing video games on a stream like this person, or I want to get cool toys at my house that I open up on the stream. Uh, it, it's funny though, how, uh, how hooked they all are on YouTube. Um, we got a comment by warrior 22 there. Sports gambling is legal in Florida now. That's is pretty sweet. Is Yahoo legal there? DFS wise. Cause I know they weren't cause I would I fly no down idea. there yeah. and not be able to play. Um, did you see the sports betting? Uh, I guess you wouldn't since it's not legal in your state. The sports betting championship got posted on DraftKings, million dollars the first. I did see that, but is it like very soon? Oh, I didn't look at the exact date. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was going to have a longer lead out, and I want to say it was in November. I could be wrong. I, I mean, I could, I... I could look. Um, uh, yeah. Here it is. The um, Here, you want me to just share it with you and then yeah. bring it up? Because – uh, RBX told me about it. Now, I, obviously, I remember the inaugural event because that was the stuff with Rufus and there was weird stuff with the betting and controversy and all that. But that was two years ago. Did they have it? Did they have it last year? No, I think then they skipped it. Probably because okay. of COVID? Yeah. So this is – this is uh, starts in two days. Okay. It's illegal <laughs> in Illinois. Not illegal, but they're not offering it in Illinois. Okay. Which doesn't make any sense because we have they don't do those pools. So there must be something in our shitty legislation that makes it either illegal or ambiguous to have these sports betting pools, which is what I want the whole goddamn thing to go for, um, go towards. So that kind of sucks being here in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, and so the format is – $10,000 buy-in, 5000 goes to the prize pool, and 5000 is your ammo to to bet with and to try to run up your stack, correct? Is that yeah. what it says? Yeah, yeah. It here it is. Yeah, enter for 10000 5000 goes to the leaderboard prizes, and 5000 is your bankroll for the weekend. Direct buy-in here. Um, so if if this wasn't uh, if this wasn't uh, blacklisted in your state, you think you'd go for it? Um. I'm not sure because there's still the collusion problem. That's what Ryan just said here in the chat. What's the what's the issue? How yeah. how does it work with the collusion? I saw I listened to that podcast too. Um you know, I don't know. I haven't really thought about how to like how I would have colluded a ton on this, but the obvious one is just like you get some guys together and you just take the opposite sides of the same games. Just as it's basically like dumping poker chips to someone yeah, else at your table. Something like that. I think that would work. So yeah. like me and you take the opposite side and then two other guys take the opposite side. And then the winner of that, they take the opposite side and you just get like, whatever, you know, 60 guys together. And then you went, and then someone's going to go 60 and up. Right. And you split yeah. the, split the milli. So that would, yeah. I mean, the, the, the larger the scale, the more of a coordinated effort that would require, but yeah, it's not hard though. It's on. Are they doing it hybrid again? Where last time 
there was it was like hybrid, right? Where some people were playing, were making their bets in person, and then some people were just doing it at home. I don't know, but um, so I told so RBX wanted he wanted to use my props, and then he was gonna give me ten percent if he wins. I'm like, <laughs> have at it, pal. Then, then, uh, then he's like, well, do you want in? Since he didn't know it was illegal here, and I told him, I'm like. I don't know. There, it sounds like there might be some collusion issues. So he emailed his rep, and they said they're going to be watching it like a hawk this year. Okay. So futures like you should be able to track that back. I'm trying to think though. Like I said, I haven't thought too long about. It. I wonder if there's anything else you could do that's less obvious. I'm com- I'm confused with uh, can't um, RBX88 you know, doesn't he ha- already have access to your props in the Discord? Yeah, well, I don't do them every day, so I'm assuming he's saying. Oh, saying like get your shit together, and put them yeah. up. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe you could parlay. Like, we all work together, and then like, piece out a 16 parlay where one of us will have to win, something like that. Yeah. Oh, and then it's just a huge, yeah. Yeah, it's just a huge payout on five grand, uh, six man parlay or something. God, that would be obvious though. That would be too obvious. There will be no bet sharing or collaboration permitted for this event. Account activity is limited to the primary account holder responsible for all bets. Will live betting so no no live in game betting either? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so there's some still some random restrictions like obviously the player prop stuff. Um, Arizona, Colorado, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia. So that's another like interesting dynamic where to Ooh, do yeah, it. That's, that's not cool. That's not you, yeah, because then ever someone's working with a, a different menu of bets yeah. than you are. Arizona's had a big dog too. You can't do team props. Yeah. Yeah, player props I wouldn't even play. Yeah. It's inter- it's it's such a cool concept. Um yeah. the whole peer to beer peer to peer sports betting angle is is definitely the uh, the future if they can kind of crack uh, a more sustainable format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How do they do it in? Because couldn't you collude in the underdog stuff too, or the one? Not maybe not the underdog one, the the prize picks or whatever, the ones where you're in a tournament for a prop tournament. Mm, I've never played one. I haven't done the I haven't done the prop tournaments either. Monkey yeah. Night Fight, I think, is another one. I've never been there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Does make it tough. I, I don't even know how. What's the what's the solution to to kind of avoid that? Yeah. So if you're playing there, you might want to think twice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, I'm trying to think too. Like, I mean, maybe you just maybe you just embrace it. <laughs> it's like what what if you try to like structure. I feel maybe I, I bet there's some more limitations you could do for like the type of bets or something to ensure that it is more individual betting or less. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I, I'm not smart enough or all yeah, there with I've it. Yeah, I haven't played right with it now. enough or thought about it enough. Yeah, it is a it is a cool con. But again, similar like with Dra- DraftKings, I feel like with this stuff, it's like we need. I, I don't know when they announce this, but. I mean, it's in a few days, and I, I've heard basically nothing about it other than like the initial tweet about it. But there's been like no promotional presence. I haven't seen any. Like, do you even know anyone who's doing it? Just RBX. 
Yeah. There might be overlay too. Yeah. I think there was overlay last time. For that many slates. Yeah. I think maybe it'd be worth it with overlay and hopefully they're they're watching it this time. Yeah. The um ten grand but the the payout structure's pretty shitty. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd have an edge. I don't know even know what I would do. Yeah. I mean that is tough too for yeah. I, I I assume you would you would try to hammer the prop angle. Yeah, but do I do I martingale it or parlay them or right? How you do your bank? Because obviously you want as much as humanly possible. I wonder how much it would be. I'd probably look and see what it took to win last time. Yeah, I wonder if the move would be like early on. You try to get a couple of those double ups, you know, just run it. And then once you have more ammo, then lean into the props to where you have a big enough bankroll to actually win decent amount. You know, if you're spreading your bets across 10, you know, when your bankrolls, you know, 5,000 versus if you could run it up to 25,000 real quick or something, then those bets go a lot further. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to get lucky either way. It's yeah. kind of stupid because you could just go five man parlay, five game parlay, and just get, get there. I hit it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like instead of just betting every prop and then. And there's the whole element too of like not only are you trying to find the bets that you like and you think you have an edge on, but you're also having to see what the stack sizes are of everyone else. Like if some guy just rips a nine leg parlay in the yeah. first hour and like hits it, everyone's like, "What? Well, I guess I'm screwed." You could also just bet long shots. Yeah, split it up and bet a bunch of minus six hundreds or something. I don't. I. I will say uh, we we probably will not get our shit together uh, in time for this, and uh, but it would be very we couldn't. fun. Anyways, we couldn't, yeah. But DraftKings, uh, if you want to uh, next time, you know, sponsor Lulz in the contest and uh, fly us out. We'll make content uh, around our our bets and uh, and stream it for the entire time. Yeah, it, that'd be more pub than they've done for this whole thing. From <laughs> um let's see zach asking a very specific question of a place he knew i was i uh ate or went to a bar at yesterday in new york and it was uh it was nice it was uh i was looking for a pub and i found a chill spot i was talking to the bartender there for a while he said new york has been like deserted as far as a lot of like the bar scene and stuff still, still picking up. Well, he'll just have, you know, afternoons where he won't see a single person, which is yeah, crazy. It's pretty cr That's insane. It doesn't surprise me a ton. A lot of people moved out. And then a lot of the people who stayed are really like, uh, uh, a lot of them are scared of COVID, you know, like really scared of COVID. So they're probably not going out as much. Yeah. Yeah, this guy was uh he was an Irish guy and then with the pand he was in Boston the pandemic hit, he went back home and then he got bored and then came back to New York because there're just way more hospitality jobs in The New Irish York. are used to pandemics. They're they don't they're, they're 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 well versed. Yeah. I didn't get that joke off uh to him. <laughs> <laughs>
someone was asking if I if I met anyone cool in New York City. Um, there, I got to meet uh, in person Ja Rule. Uh, he was bumming around at the at the Top Shot and NFT parties. Roz Gold, so some people that I'd gotten to do stuff with on Club Top Shot. And then the the, the funniest thing was last night, uh, Jeremy from Underdog had a party, and Baron Davis was DJing the party, and he it wasn't like it wasn't like Jeremy like paid a lot of money to get baron davis to dj like baron davis is actively looking for dj gigs <laughs> in new york city like he's trying to cut his teeth as as a dj doing these house parties so that was this fun thing where everyone's like wait is that is that baron davis and yes it was baron davis on the ones and twos mm. that sounds pretty awful baron davis or just dj sets just a dj in general and then it turns out to be baron davis yeah I'm like oh why am i here I mean, I could, uh, it's, I mean, I can't, you can't really distinguish a DJ set from, you know, one guy to the next, but I'm always, I'm always proud of, uh, you know, the DJs they're, they're out there, they're hustling, they're, they're doing their thing. Okay. I, I respect that. I just don't want to hear it. Um, how many Jersey wearers were there? It's a big, were the, there were, uh, at the top shop party, there was some, there was some, definitely some Jersey wearers. Mm. Um, not, not at the other, not at the they're other. They're fascinating party. people. <laughs> the uh you you would have loved it brian I'm, I'm surprised you didn't come out just jersey wearing and djs networking you know talking to strangers it's mm. all things right up your alley how many top shots do you have <laughs> yes that was that was the question yeah you basically had to walk around with your top shot moments on your phone um let's see here what was historical anomaly saying? Think there were some live feeds of the first event. Not too many people showed up live for props like prize picks and monkey knife fight. It's mostly individual prop lines. It is when contests that collude can take place. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They hopefully there's continues to be innovation with that because I do think it could be could be very fun um, to have tournaments like that if we can get rid of the collusion angle. So two two other things I've been thinking about. Yeah. To change the subject slightly if we will i will um there was a, a slack channel started today did you did you happen to see that news i did the uh the evil empire has launched it was confirmed for me that because i've been having this question of like is awful mo the evil empire or not mm -hmm. and it, he this slack this is the new evil empire so I get. Does that posit that Awful Mo and Roto Grinders are the good guys, and these guys are the antagonists that are going to tear down? Like, I think that's what it means, right? I guess, yeah. I, I mean, you could ironically name yourself that after them. Uh huh. It, so you could do it that way. Call yourself what you think they are. Yeah. So, it's, but yes, no. It makes no sense if you if no one knew that. You're doing it ironically? Yeah, it makes no sense. So then uh, it's a $15 price point for the Slack. I am actually surprised he didn't go with the Discord. I feel like Discords are just kind of more widely used right now and, and better for that kind of just the features and stuff they have for kind of those communities I feel like is better. Um, so that was an interesting choice to me. What did, what did you think about the $15 price point? I thought the price point was pretty perfect, actually. Yeah, he has a Discord account, uh, Discord account too. So, well, isn't that where you did your call with him? Yeah, 
Yeah. So I thought that was weird. Discord's way better than fucking Slack, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So fifteen. That seems right. That seems right. Because you don't want to go zero. Yeah. And then the other big in the tweet, he said, I couldn't tell if he was saying that he had, you know, gotten some uh, pro DFS players to kind of be part of the community, or if he was just saying that we're going to be a community of DFS players who are all trying to get better. But I couldn't tell if he had roped in a big fish. He says he says he has. He says he's got some big ones in there. We do have some people that we know who have joined his Slack since he made it free for the first month. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Does okay. anyone know who he got? Yeah, if you know, if you recognize some some usernames in there. Cuz there's that's that's been the whole thing too, like with the coaching. I mean, the closest we ever got to a name was Third and Schlong, right? With the coaching. Uh, right. Yeah, I I have a feeling third and schlong's probably not gonna be spending a whole lot of time in the evil empire, but maybe not. We did we do have some comments from there in our Slack. Drico posted one guy's comic uh comment. Osmo's website is fucking horrible. Same with Rotograders. Oh, <laughs> they're all picks oh, okay. too. I got banned because I was asking for too much help. <laughs> <laughs> and that that was from the Evil Empire Slack. That's uh, what yeah, there's a couple of good ones in there. Wow. So are you gonna are you gonna head in there? Uh, I hate Slack. I'm not going. I do. I do that. too. I have a few things that are still in Slack, um, and it's it's always just such a pain in the ass to to get over there and yeah. Osmo switched off of there. They were on there too, and I was like, oh, that's they went to they went to uh, full Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they sure did. That that seems so long ago. There, uh, the uh, the I remember being in the Osmo slide. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, it was something. It, I think it was oh. when Lowell's first started, and we were was, doing like toxicity jokes in there. Yes, and your yeah, your your na- username on Slack was like fi- fifteen words long. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Discord pretty much just swallowed up uh, Slack, but. That was that was when people were starting to mute mute toxicity on Twitter because we were oh, saying it so much. Who what who was that? It was uh Drewby did yeah yeah. So then he became an en- enemy of the show. Yes, Drewby had added up. I want to do that gif. I never we never got around to doing it where it's where Britney Spears is doing the toxic song. She turns around. I wanted to put Drewby's face on there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've been I haven't been I haven't done a bit on Twitter in a while where you do it so much that people are, are threatening to mute you. If you keep doing it, it's, it's been, it's been too long. We were, we were in, in that Osmo slack. And I think toxic was probably every third word. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, those, there was a few of those esports DFS players that like legitimately hated us. They, they were oh, really yeah. angry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, they were just on permanent tilt because the games got much, much, much harder once mm-hmm. like the DFS bros got in there. And then, but they still wanted, like they wanted to have their cake and eat it too. They wanted it to be good. Like they want to say like, oh, we know so much more than these guys. So we'll be able to crush them. But then they're like, but you and your optimizers are ruining it. It's like, so are you either good at using these optimizers and know what you're doing? Or are you just only because of the tool is, is why you're, you're beating people? 
and the, just the, the the rapid increase in the size of the GPPs. Yeah, I don't think they were ready for the amount of dupes that that would cause in that specific sport. So they were yeah. probably used to duping once, tw- you know, two three times to 30, 40 to like you can't win any money on with these lineups anymore. Yeah, and I mean, I think it probably was like a a very big wake up call too for just this is a numbers game, <laughs> you know, like we, you, you want your, you know, expertise and I'm sure, I'm sure it helps you. Right. It's probably, it's probably like the, you know, 80, 20, you know, principle where they're getting like a little bit extra benefit from just their intimate knowledge of it. But man, I mean, once, once the projections got good, once we had, you know, the guy posting the uh, you know, the correlation matrix for, you know, the various positions, it was mm-hmm. like, it, it seemed like it got solved very quickly. Yeah, that one's an easy one. The cor- correlations were just too fucking high. Well, it, you know what the hard part was is figuring out how to not dupe but still make a lineup that had a chance to make you money. Yeah. Because of it, – well, and also the fucking clear the clear cheating that was going on. <laughs> the clear bri- uh, tanking. Uh, yeah, well, who was the allegedly? Guy's name? Yeah, we Yin. I can't remember. That, yeah, yeah, we Yin. Yeah, something yeah, like we, that. We and then Yen, the, yeah. that guy, God, what a legend! And uh, uh, what was the team that always was it Rainbow Warriors? No, <laughs> no but I love that day. <laughs> One of them was like a minus eight hundred favorite every fucking game, and they'd lose. They'd lose. Yeah, it, it was getting very suspicious there uh, for a second. Um, all right, a few comments here. Um, Zach says, bring back the weekly club top shot. Dude, we literally go weekly. We took one night off last night because uh, we were all in New York, but we'll be back next Tuesday. Casey says, wait until the boomers find out about Discord. God damn it, you're right. Just like they infiltrated Facebook and ran us all off of there. That you can already feel them on Twitter. You know, they came onto Twitter during the elections and now they're going to find out Discord. They're going to hear there's money to be made on these NFTs and they're going to infiltrate our Discords. Oh, God. The boomers are going to get in that. They're going to get in the crypto eventually. Yeah. Okay. It was Rogue Warriors, not Rainbow Warriors. That like was <laughs> half right. Yeah. Rainbow Warriors. Is there any rainbow anybody? I don't think so. Uh, and here is teeing you up for a, a natural segue plug. Megan asked, Britt, can you elaborate on your website? I just clicked the link. Do I have to register first? Megan Wyatt. Hmm. Do you know Megan Joy by chance? <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to register. There's only one page that you don't have to register for. That's got that uh, Sportsbook Hub thing on there. Yeah. You want to try that out. But all the other ones, you have to register to uh, to look at the props and stuff. Yeah. And for 10% of all your action, Brick will do props on. It's no big deal. Whatever. Easily, you don't uh, get any emails or anything. I just have a login. So if you don't want to do it, don't, I don't care. <laughs> don't do it. You're just a, a, a master salesman there, Brian. <laughs> it's free. So what do you. <laughs> yeah. What does it matter? Um, also, I'll do, uh, I'll do the plug. Just got the uh, link up for the DraftKings. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Deposit Kingdom, 
uh, tournament, $10, rake free. I have the link in the show notes pinned in the chat in my channel if you guys want to hop in there. We made it 500 entries. If we can just keep filling this, I, we can just try to get it to be the uh, the biggest tournament <laughs> on DraftKings because yeah, I feel like it's you know if I went to DraftKings Brian and I said hey can we get a you know a ten thousand person rake free tournament they'd be like screw you but you know it's like the analogy where you toss the frog into boiling water and he jumps out but if you put the frog in the water and you slowly turn the heat up he doesn't know how to jump so that's what I'm going to do on DraftKings it's just nice. each week just raise it next thing you know yep. the millie maker is going to be rake free guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you get that that's going to be your channel is going to be pretty fucking big <laughs> um cory cory is notorious for building his lineups way too early in the week cory could no, cory cory loves his chiefs double stacks he's playing lamar with four chiefs don't dupe me bro four chiefs i don't even think i can name four chiefs oh wait it, is that the Showdown tomorrow? No. No, showdown tomorrow is what? Text no, it's is it Jets? It's Jets and is it Jets Indy? and Panthers? Indy? You're right. You're right. Indy and Jets. How do you know no more about the NFL schedule than me? Because I did the props today. That's all oh, yeah. Um need to get yeah, the- Lamar with a four Chiefs. All right, good luck with that. I'm upset. I had asked for you. Uh you were looking for the API for underdog so you could run the Pickums against your projections, which would be yeah. uh, would be super nice to. Uh, I to could have. throw that in in there easy. Yeah, I mean, like with I've been using the run the Sims prop tool, and I just but I have to do it manually, and it's you know mm-hmm. it's tedious. So if we could, yeah. underdog release the APIs, release them. Yeah, release them. Let's 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 get those baby. And I want the, I want they got to do API for their their draft rankings too. Yeah, that's when we'll really be cooking. And then we could do some crazy stuff with that for next year. Next year's basketball. Okay, yeah, a, a Chrome extension that you could overlay onto that would be awesome. I did two best balls on DraftKings. I'm in first and third. Are are what was this the five fifty five or or what was five fifty five in the melee? Yeah, not bad. You best ball bros don't know shit. Nothing on nothing on me. It's, it's just I mean. And I have zero RBs, and by that I mean I actually have zero RBs. Like everyone <laughs> on my team's fucking hurt. I looked, uh, I looked today, and uh, the backup running back for the Titans. Oh yeah, who was supposed to be that Darren Evans Nichols. guy, right? Oh, Darrington Evans. Yep. And he's on the IR. Yeah. Oh, it's like God damn. yeah. Um, Ashton, it's brick seventy five dot com. Yes. Here it is. You get in. You get a username. You log in. You got the prop bets up. Are, are these? That's, that's old. old. Yeah, you can old. see it's listed on the update. I was doing the um, the uh, the spread betting on the NFL too. Spread really? betting is pretty cool. I don't know if you guys have ever spread bet before. NBA is not up today, but I'll do it tomorrow. Wait, so you and then oh I have PGA too, click PGA because I have uh, ownership for tomorrow. And make cut percentage and winning percentage. Wait, one. tell me what you're doing with spread bet. Spread betting. I I'm not doing it this year, it's a pain in the ass, but um spread betting is they make a line, but it's a two way it's two it's like a two way line. So like let's say the spread's supposed to be 20, 25. Uh-huh. It'll be like twenty five and a half over. 
or 24 and a half and under. And then that point in between is their VIG. Yeah. Right. So if it falls in between there, you, you lose. Um, and every, uh, every point, let's say it's basketball. Every point you go over is a unit. So if you bet 10 bucks spread betting, you could win and lose a ton of money on this. Wait, isn't it, is it only, is it points bet? Are they the only one who offers this? No, there's other sites, but points bet is the okay. only one I'm aware of in, in Illinois anyways. Gotcha. But there's, there's, there's two on in England or overseas I know of. Uh, that have it, and I think there's a, one in the other states too, that that also does it. Okay. But points bet's the one I know. So let's say you bet ten bucks. Every point that goes over twenty five points. So let's yeah. say I don't know who's playing today. Let's say know, LeBron, whatever. And it's twenty five is that over, and you bet the over that. So twenty six is ten about doubt. So if he scores thirty five, you just won ten times ten. Yeah, but if he scores four. Then you lost 21 times 10. And so you obviously have to carry a balance that can take on a max loss. Yeah. And then they adjust it based on the market. Like some, they don't make you hold infinite amount of money. Obviously like it's very unlikely LeBron is going to score, you know, a hundred points. So if you bet the under, they don't make you hold a ton of money. So you do have to have more money on there than you're actually going to bet. Yeah. But yeah, it can get pretty, Pretty fucked up, and they have parlay spread betting too. So like points times rebounds, shit like that. And so do you like? I mean, the the scoring setting setting is fun and it's new and different, but it does it lend itself to like more of an edge in certain scenarios? Uh, I don't think so. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just, like just degen did a little bit. I mean, um, I always found that it, it leaned uh, it leaned over. Which is a lot, lot the props, anyways. I don't know about the other stuff. Yeah, leaned over like most of them, and then, um, uh, but there was rarely an edge because the uh, the gap between the over and the under was always pretty big, so it was probably more vague. Actually, I never really calculated it though. What do you? I, this is actually something I was thinking about recently, just by doing a bunch of the underdog pickums, and I, I think I know what you mean. But what do you mean when you say they they lean over? That they just uh, they lean over because it's a small market and a lot most people buy it overs. Okay. So yeah, because just- I was wondering, I was trying to think about that. Where it, it, I feel like often when I'm comp- comparing projections, like the best bets just by pure projections are the over. Um, and I was trying to think through that where, like, if the site, the book, you know, has a better handle on like historical rates for like injuries and, and stuff that pops up that where guys don't even finish the game and, and they're hitting that more of the time where versus say the projection you might be using might not be factoring in like historical injury rates and stuff like that. D- am I making sense on that? Like trying to figure out why the book is almost kind of baiting you into taking, taking over so much. Well, for, for prop bets. Yeah. I th- I mean I think it's because the the market's small they won't let you bet a ton and they're going to limit you if you're good and most people bet over so they're they're fucking them they're just yeah. leaning over and taking them taking the money yeah and they don't have to worry about sharp players coming and smashing them like sides and totals because the market's so small and they're going to ban they'll ban you quick so why not just lean over which is what most people do anyways so when you're for your model that spits out projections for that do you have anything in there that factors in like okay three percent of the time lebron gets hurt 
in this game and doesn't finish the game kind of thing? Um, I, I, I do for the NBA kind of. Yeah. Okay. Cause I remember, I, I think it was when Rufus did the show with Levitan earlier and he was talking about some of his sports betting models for props and stuff and that he's accounting for that stuff. And that sometimes ends up being like the difference in identifying like a, a better spot because maybe other projections aren't incorporating that into it. If, if you pro- if you project all the players with an equal chance of injury, it's irrelevant. So okay. you have to um, project them uh, for um, some slight difference. So I, I don't really love it, honestly, because I don't want to project injury risk. Right. Um, but there's also like, uh, you know, some spreads are going to um, – be such like a they're going to be like such a favorite that it's going to be a blowout and you can adjust minutes slightly there and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely I I don't know how you would quantify it, but it's like you can watch a game and realize, okay, Sam Darnold's likelihood of getting injured is far higher than Tom Brady, who Tom Brady's going to kneel, he's never going to take a bad hit like willingly and then you see Sam Darnold, you know, tuck and run and lower his shoulder and taking these hits. Yeah. It's like I, I would feel pretty confident that the chance of Darnold getting injured is, is much higher than than Brady. But yeah, I, don't know I mean, how to I quantify it. I mean, once you quantify it, though, you also have to test it and see if you you're right. You're probably probably not, would be my guess. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, I guess you could do that. Just just the database of running quarterbacks. So. Yeah, quarterbacks because- who run more than whatever seven t- attempts a game or something, and then see if their entry chances are any worse. Yeah. I mean, intuitively that would seem to make way more, you know, if one quarterback has averages one and a half rush attempts a game versus one that averages 10. Um, but then, and then you see like even a quarterback like Lamar over the years, like early in his career, you know, he was lowering his shoulder, taking ridiculous hits. Now he takes off and runs, but he's gotten way smarter about sliding too. So I would bet his stuff has actually ticked down over the years as he got a little smarter with it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't like doing that stuff. You know me. Like I don't like uh guessing and then plugging it in. Like yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do that. So no. I could I could Yeah, I don't know. I just wouldn't mess with. I don't think you need it. Just better just, unless you're like a a syndicate or something or you're providing information for a syndicate. Like just bet the line early. <laughs> yeah. Just try to get the best number you can get on the best site with the earliest projections you can make and you hope you don't get banned you're gonna get fucking banned anyway so who gives a shit <laughs> yeah you know yeah what uh limited you're not gonna get banned you're, you're gonna get limited most likely so where are, are there any books that you're regularly betting where you can actually get decent volume down right Draft now Kings you... and FanDuel, okay. i can still get money down yeah yeah i haven't bet i haven't bet them a ton like i bet them more than like a normal person would be like, what? That's not a ton, but like, uh, yeah, points bet, Bovada, um, bet rivers. Um, uh, oh, I'm still live on Barstool. I have money on there. Fuck. Really? I feel like I should always take my money off this stuff and put it in crypto. Every you like forget. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I have a thousand and 5,000 there and 3,000. Why don't I just put that in crypto? How is, uh, how's your Shiba doing? You know, if someone would have told me to sell last week, could have made some money. But oh no, 
so how, like it has it has it plummeted since uh since when's last it Wednesday? did right before the show it fucking plummeted but you didn't warn me that's but but for you like what you've always said is Sheba is kind of like a long-term retirement plan <laughs> <I'm in handy>. <laughs> <sighs> oh well so what do you like would you when you're just fucking gambling and just dicking around like what are, are you gonna you know, harvest a tax loss on this or, or just, no, I'm still up on it. You're still up on it. Yeah. All right. Just not so as much as I was last week. So what are you going to do? You're going to keep letting it ride. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think there's some dumb money left in there. <laughs> yeah. I think there's going to be one more pump at least. I was, la- I was listening to uh, this Tim Ferriss podcast Recently, he had uh, Chris Dixon and Naval Ravikant on, and they were talking all about Web3 and, you know, NFTs and shit. And uh, he had one of the longest not financial advice disclaimers I've ever heard at the top of his podcast. Like His lawyers gave him like almost like a two-minute read of, of not financial advice legalese. Which guy was this? Gary, Gary Vee, would you say? No, uh, Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss, Tim Ferriss. Yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to him in a while. I, I don't listen to him either, but I uh, I like listening to uh, Naval and he had and Chris yeah. Dixon is really well spoken and those guys both articulate complex ideas really well and it wasn't there wasn't really anything illuminating for me that was new but the goal of it was more to be like a high level primer for people who were kind of interested uh, in this stuff um, so it's it's not like you you have to listen to it but uh, it was uh, I enjoyed it. You see, Jay Powell came out today, the Fed chair. Jay no, Powell. what did he say? He, he like started off that they're going to taper, um, and then the market went down a little bit, and then he kept doing the press conference and smoothing it over, and then the stock market went back up again. So all while um, he was doing the conference, yeah, it happens every time he does something. Really, which which shows a real healthy economy. Right. One dude just live chatting answering questions can change the world for billions that's why i mean it i mean that's that's what all these markets are right now right like the nft and the shitcoin it's just like one you know elon can fucking move the price of bitcoin with with a tweet i mean it, it's out of control it's it's insane and no one no one knows where it's going well, asset it prices going? are going up yeah or some asset prices might go down. Inflation's transitory, he kept saying too. It's like, fuck you, J Pal. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. There it is. We've been waiting for our bang bang. Here's our next beef. Brick versus J Pal. I'll play him fucking heads up. Let's do it. Yeah. He plays me heads up, beats my ass. That'd be a that'd be a tough scene tough scene um gallows asked is it true that brick will refund us for any bets we lose using his projections or do you still have that offer going no you missed it gallo sorry pal nope too late i guess you know what i will refund your money <laughs> you know what you should you'll refund in sheba i'll refund the cost of the projections in sheba Right. It's all zero because it doesn't cost them anything. So, sure. What what exchange do you have your Shiba on? Uh, we went over this last week. I don't want to talk about where my money is. 
did you did I ask you this last week and you didn't tell me? Yeah. Okay, that's why I I felt the need to ask you. <laughs> I, I, never... I get cracked. I get I get like someone's trying to break into your Yahoo. Someone's trying to break into your Yahoo. Blah blah. blah. Oh yeah. This this this, this is trying to be passed. Yeah, people try to break into my shit all fucking time. Yeah, I was yeah I was thinking about that at the like the NFT conference um, too. Just how many people have incredibly valuable um nfts and and you never know what kind of you know setup people have on their on their mobile devices and stuff like that that's going to be increasingly more of a of a reality right so like for our top shots i'm two-factored so someone would have to get to me personally and then sell it so that's kind of be kind of tough right um and then and we already have one for sale and it's not selling so they're not gonna be able to get rid of Get rid of these NFTs that quickly. I guess they could just lowball it. Yeah, but that, it's a kind of quite a process for NFTs. Yeah, but crypto, they could just get in your account and send it to theirs, and you're done. Right, and it's also too. I mean, the whole thing with the NFTs—they're always saying, you know, it's it's the the digital flex, it's the online Rolodex too, and it's like, well, yeah, and there's there's a reason red Corvettes get pulled over by cops on the highway more than a fucking Mazda Miata. <laughs> it is a, it's Dang, like, you're, yeah, you're asking for it. Your insurance goes up because you're more likely to get stole, your car stolen. Yeah. Did you see the uh, city coin white paper or I don't know if it's a white paper, but no, what was it? Informational that Vitalik put out there. Mm-hmm. Is this new? Um, it's not that new, but he, the, they've been, they've been pumping it the past couple of days, Brian Armstrong, Vitalik, and uh, I saw someone else tweeted out Yeah, where, um, it's kind of like a government token slash coin idea, governance, like actual governance, like state city governance, um, Miami coin. It's like the, one of the first ones, San Francisco is doing like has something that's almost ready. Um, someone overseas is doing one, I believe. There's there's three or four of them going, and then of course there's all these other ideas and how you know crazy things you could do with it, which is why everyone loves gotten the Bitcoin ETH in the big to the beginning, right? Smart contracts, especially right. like oh my god, you can get rid of lawyers, you can get rid of blah blah blah. And so you could do the same thing with governance too, right? In theory, I have I have my I have a whole fucking idea for that too. Actually, before I read this, I was like, "Oh my god, this is what I was uh, thinking about with um, like how to run a state, uh, or at least how to get a state to run efficiently." Um, so, like the Miami coin is, it makes no sense to me. I think it's horrible, but maybe I don't. <laughs> Maybe I need to look more into it. Maybe there's more to it, but it's the mining fee. 30% of it goes to the city. So I'm like, what? what? That's just like paying taxes, like extra taxes. Like, why would I want to mine? Like, why don't I just cut you a check if I love your services so much? Right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the main thing. They have something else with the, with the tokens on top of it. But yeah, there it is. Yeah, thirty percent is directed towards a wallet reserved for Miami. Okay, like, what? Who would be interested in that? 
that's what like, I'm, who, I'm wondering. Like, who, who, what's the, the actual utility like, for this? And make them make the city bigger. Like, what the fuck? That's like, you know, how many crypto bros are into making the government bigger? Right. I mean, it's it's the complete reason, or the it's the opposite reason of why everyone got into this. Stuff. Yeah, you're just you're you're essentially just cutting them a check because you could keep that mine Bitcoin yourself and just keep the thirty percent, and then cut them a check for whatever you want. Like, it's what's awesome. the incentive here? I also like <laughs> love that they're talking about them like they're a charity organization, a way to support the Magic City. <laughs> they are they they are a charity. They're all charities. <laughs> well, I mean, no, they're 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 uh, they're forced charities, I guess. Uh, they're not charities at all. They take it. Dylan, uh, Dylan, isn't that what Bitcoin is already? He asked, "What do you think about algorithmically uh, pegged stable coins as opposed to the U.S. dollar to combat inflation?" Yeah, I, I mean, I know I know a bunch of people still in politics, and they are. They're looking at, and it's not like it's a secret. They are looking at like a government coin, Fed coin, some shit like that. <clears throat> I think what's bullshit about this one is I'm looking at the FAQ and it doesn't even come with a, a physical Miami coin with your your Miami coin purchase. I think that seems like a leak. Well, isn't that the STX? Isn't that what you, isn't that the coin? I'm making a man's coin, physical man's coin joke. Oh, I got it. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't matter, Dylan. Like the, as long as they have, they're going to give themselves the power to print. They're not going to make a Fed coin that they can't centrally change. At least in my opinion, that's not going to happen. So my my idea is. Um, um, uh, I can, the, there, it, there's quite a bit to it. Do we have how much time we got? Six minutes. I could probably explain. It. Go for it. So, like, if you wanted to run for office, here's here's an idea I've always kind of shared for some with people: is just make an app where your constituents type in their address or whatever, and then they can vote on the bills. And whatever they vote for, you go in and you press the button. So it's kind of like the representative, still a republic, but you just do exactly what they what they say. And so you combine that on the blockchain, right? And so you take, let's say, 30% of the mining fees towards a fund, but for the constituency, for the voters. And every time they vote, they get a token, right? Mm-hmm. And, then the, and then they could also do some – and then the representative gets like, well, like say, let's say 1% of the pot of yeah. the 30% after they resign, like after they leave office – over a period of time and the voters can vote that they don't get it. So like, if you're not voting for them, they can vote you out still. Yeah. Right. So, but what I want to add to it is out. Like, I think the state, well, I think the state shouldn't exist, but let's say <laughs> that's never happened. <laughs> I think, I think the, uh, the state should run on like what's called a float. Are you familiar with, uh, like how insurance companies work? So like, they they um they run on what's called a floats like uh all state or state farm like state farm operates at a loss on their insurance premiums because they just want the money 
because yeah. they invest it in the stock and they make more money in the stock market holding your um your premium yeah uh and then paying out from there so they there's only a couple of the companies that actually make money on their insurance product they're basically investment vehicles right and so you could do the same thing at a state level so like as taxes come in that's being invested and then and you could do this at scale too because the, the 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 you know through economies of scale you're going to get a better return and a lower uh, basis cost from your financial uh, uh, advisor or whoever invests your money for you like Marquette Associates or whatever. So you could theoretically run the whole state without taxing anyone. You just run off the interest. You just keep building up this kind of wealth fund. Um where uh, eventually the interest rates are so high, you don't have to tax anybody. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like, a, it's more, and like people are like, that's impossible. Well, it's actually, it's not like there's a couple, couple of states could have already done this, but they don't, they don't for political reasons. So like Alaska or the Dakotas, when they had that big oil boom, they were cutting checks to their uh, residents, like oil checks. They still do it in Alaska, I think. And so they could have put all that money into a fund and theoretically in time, over time, they would just have no taxes for the residents, which of course would be much better. Yeah. But they went the political route and you cut someone, George Bush did the same thing. You cut a check and you put your name on it. Right. And then you, you're like, Oh my God, $1,500 from president Bush. Yeah. Look at this. Right. That, that would have been Trump's wet dream to just have right. physical checks with, uh, which is goes along with what Dylan was thinking yeah. where, where they're not, they're never going to, they have no incentive. They have no, their incentives are perverse and their consequences, they have no consequences. So like, what would you do? What would you do in that, in that, uh, in that scenario? You're just going to do whatever you want because who, because who cares? There's not, nothing can happen to you. So they'll, they'll, it'll never be the same. You have to. So in, so within that, the coin idea where people can vote, you have that, you have that, you have that 30% building up a float and then that would pay the constituents taxes over time. Right. And so you want to give an incentive to the constituents to vote for a lower budget. So like there's two things that polls show over and over again, whenever you talk to pollsters in Illinois, people want less taxes and more services every time. Right. Something no, I, yeah, they want something for nothing. Yeah. And when you're voting for something, it feels like, no, I'm just going to get this for free. Someone else is going to pay, blah, blah, blah. Right. But you always end up paying. We always end up, end up paying for it. And, but then no one wants to pay taxes. So you, you have to incentivize their behavior, the voters behavior and the representatives behavior. Otherwise they'll never, and then the consequences for a representative, well, they're not going to get their portion of the fund. Right. So it kind of keeps everyone, everyone's incentives in line and then you're just building up and then that's just one rep, one district. And you just keep building up and getting more and more representatives to sign up, building up this fund. And you could run this all decentralized without, without even connecting with the real world. The metaverse, bro. Well, the only one thing you would have to do is get like social security numbers or uh, addresses for, the residents to verify that they actually live there. Yeah. Interesting. 
But anyways, that idea is way fucking better than a stupid Miami coin. <laughs> <laughs> the the Miami coin did uh, did not look too promising for my three minutes on the site. The state, Draco, to answer your question, um, invest. Um, we hire a uh, a financial uh, money management company to invest the funds. And so we sent out an RFP where um, a bunch of financial firms try to give us their best offer. And then we pick one and then let them hold our money and invest it. And then they do like, you know, super low risk, low return funds because it's not, you know, you can't go bankrupt with it. And states and the municipalities do the same thing too, because they don't have, they have to keep a certain amount of money on reserve, like in case shit happens. So then they have their own fund too, but they kind of have to use the, the state because they don't have the economies of scale to make it worth the basis points that they have to pay. So everyone kind of pools their money in a certain way. And theirs has to be a little more, more liquid. Um, but yeah, they're not really investing in anything specific. Yeah. All right. We are going to power this down. Uh, we, we always get there as, uh, as Terrell says here, ironically, my favorite part of Lowell's is the non DFS talk. Uh, so there you go. Terrell Davis, uh, great running to, back. Oh, he was my favorite running back back in the day. Mile yeah. high salute. Good stuff. Uh, you still have migraines Terrell? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, check out Brian's site, brick75.com. Uh, maybe next week we'll have, uh, any interesting developments from the DraftKings uh, sports betting championship. We'll, we'll see how that uh, plays out. Anything else you'd like to plug here, Brian? Um, just my vote coin that I'm going to be making. Yeah. Uh, Brickcoin. Is it anyone who knows how to build that for me? Can contact me. There you go. There you go. It's time. Brian's going to launch his own social token that unlocks certain prop bets on the site. I mean, there, there you go. You're, you're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment no, no comment no, no. um all right guys the uh the audio will be up in a little bit we will be back next wednesday thank you guys as always for tuning in i'm pete that's brian we'll see you next time ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done